All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm sitting here with Rick. We are in Appleton, Wisconsin. We just got back from the Packers-Vikings game where they played to a tie. We are drinking Spotted Cow, as we've been doing pretty much all weekend, very consistently. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and we're talking about being dads. And um, really, I'd like to start off with exactly how we know each other. We met, how many years ago was it now? It was the year 2000. It was in 2000, yes. It was in 2000. And after that, uh, you've stayed in my life, uh, ended up marrying my mother, and we've uh, we spent a lot of time together, haven't we? Yes, we have. Absolutely. Which has been uh, really great. You've made, uh, you've made my mom really happy, which I'm, I'm very thankful for. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> She is too. Oh, so Rick, what we talk about on this show is really uh, about being dads, what that's like, all the different aspects, and a lot of the things we hope for for our kids. And uh, one of the things I like to ask is, overall, do you think your kids had it uh, better or worse growing up than you did? Oh, wow. That's a loaded question. Mm. Um, well, we can get loaded while we have those loaded yeah, questions. Yeah. That's <laughs> My kids had a different, I mean, <clears throat> I was adopted, so I never knew my birth mother. At least I didn't when I was growing up. And my mother was a very, my mother and father were very good providers, but they weren't very good emotional people. So therefore, I probably didn't learn to be as emotionally um, aware as I should have been. So the kids had <clears throat> the girls, the two girls, my two oldest, were from my first wife, and they got we got divorced, so then I got remarried and had two boys and then got divorced again and married your mom. So did they have it better or worse? Well, they didn't have as stable of a life as I had, but... Uh, they had, I think they had different opportunities, and then when they ended up with your mother in their life, uh, she's pretty stable, so they had a pretty good emotional ground come to them and kind of tied them to the earth. Yeah. Well, do you think stability is really important for for the kids? Did that, did that change things as they were growing up? Because they're grown now. Well, I yeah. think stability can be important, but uh, on the other hand, I think experience and just, uh, I'm really quite surprised that the four of them are as close as they are. They, uh, you wouldn't know that they're half brothers and sisters. You know, they just pretty much are fully into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I didn't, I didn't have the pleasure of growing up with them. I was, I was, for all intents and purposes, grown and out of the house by the time mom moved up to Wisconsin to, uh, to join the, the, you and the fearsome foursome. Yeah, you, you took off and went to New York and she came up to Wisconsin. Yeah. And I, did, I didn't really come back into the kids' lives until they were fully, fully adults and starting to strike out on their own, really. 
Yeah, pretty much. I think Connor and Gunther were still in high school when you came back. They were at my wedding. Yeah, and I think that um, they were younger than than Jess and Aaron. So they didn't they they didn't have it easier, but they had the the stability wasn't there at the start, but it kind of kicked in later on. So that's good. That was that was really good. Um, now that your kids are grown, this is normally a question for folks with younger kids, folks you know, kids that are nine, ten years old, and they got a whole future ahead of them. But uh, now that your kids are, well, they range in age from their mid thirties down into their late twenties, low twenties, low twenties. That's true. I think is twenty four. Yeah. So overall, as they're you know coming into adulthood, what what do you want for them? Wow. What do I want for them? I want for them to be, I don't know, you kind of call it fully productive citizens, but, uh, you know, I'd like them to vote. <laughs> that would be one thing that would be nice. Or even register to vote. Would just be just nice. participate in the democracy yes. that we've got? Um, or constitutional republic. <laughs> I guess I'd like them, you know, they're, they're all doing well. Uh, they all have varying degrees of success, but they all have different types of success too so um just like them to be happy really yeah yeah that's good so the 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 happiness would be at the core of of the desire and then whatever that means for them happy and well adjusted would be nice like to see you know them to have what they consider to be worthwhile existences and i think they're all relatively there I think uh, Gunther is probably on the uh, uh, still the one that's trying to find himself the most. But uh, Jess being married and Aaron being married are one thing, and Connor has a what I'll call significant other that that I actually like you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, she's she's fun to be around. So, and I think that uh, that's going well. So, yeah. Do you think they feel that coming from you that? that you're that you it's not i mean it sounds like you very much approve of kind of how they're all growing up and you know well, self-actualizing sure, themselves i'm sure i don't say that enough and i'm sure that they don't know it enough which reminds me i should call them and tell them that more often <laughs> you know, but no i think that it's like they probably don't hear that enough from me i don't think they hear that enough from their their mothers either uh but that's either here nor there. I think I need to start doing that more. Yeah. Well, I I, I tell you what, it's um, it's funny. Just me with me with Preston. I know that a lot of the time that I've got I've got a lot of energy to redirect. I've got a lot of energy to let him know when he's maybe maybe going towards getting out of bounds. But it's a it takes a lot more focus to stop and say. No, I'm proud of the decision you just made. I'm proud of proud of the work you just did. I'm proud of A, B, or C. It does take a lot more energy to catch him doing something right than it does to catch him doing something wrong. Well, he's ten. He is ten. He'll. <laughs> he's got a long way to go yet. Yeah. So you've got um, you've got the hope that you know your kids are going to end up being very you know, have productive lives and be happy. I know that's what you want for them, 
do you actually see that happening for all of them? Oh, yeah. yeah I think so. I think that um, there's no slugs there. You know, <laughs> they're, they're all doing well. You've used that term "slugs" before. I, I like that's a very that's a very unique term to you in my world. It's definitely a Wisconsin term. <laughs> well, you're my you're my conduit to Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, there you go, and Spotted Cow. So what? Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. So what what would what would define what would define a slug for you? Oh, I don't know. Somebody who um, doesn't really do anything with their life uh, doesn't uh, isn't well adjusted. It can be anything. It doesn't have to necessarily mean they have any vices or anything. It's just that they're non-productive, I guess, is the big deal. Someone of little to no consequence. That's a good way to put it. Okay. That's good. Well, now that your kids are growing, you know, into full, fully into adulthood, and is there anything that you are really hoping that they're able to avoid? In their lives well you'd always like to avoid you'd always like to assume that your children would avoid making the same mistakes you made I mean I think that's what every parent strives to do is tell their children what's going on um, what you assume will happen which is always a big word assume <laughs> um, what you assume will happen from their decisions and, and you're not always right at all uh, but you go back to what happened to you and you'd like to partake your um, experience to them i'll stop short of calling it wisdom because <laughs> sometimes it's far from wisdom but you want their experiences to matter yeah so i mean i think that um i think they're all learning some very sound lessons um, i think we saw that in gunther's face today he learned a pretty sound lesson he was he was quite hungover just coming into the day today. Yes, we don't need to say too much about that. Not, but, not too no, much. No, no, no. But uh, it, it definitely, I think he 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 valued the slowness of the day. You know. But uh, anyway, was well, there anything that you experienced in your life that you want to make sure that they um, maybe skip over or learn from, <laughs> learn from your, your I'm own not mistakes. going to talk about that here <laughs> for any way, shape or form. No way. Yes. There's a lot we would like them to skip over that I've done. That's why I'm saying is my experiences. And I tell them that they all know exactly what my life was like growing up. <clears throat> I don't hide anything that I've done with them. I think today was the first time that, uh, Connor and Gunther looked and and I told them that the best thing their mother did for me was help me quit my previous lifestyle. Yeah. Was that said carefully enough? That's no, that's 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 very well said. Yes. And that you know what I think a lot of times when uh when we do get uh, a particular person in our lives that they're that's the one thing that you need to make a make a change that if you have someone else to live for sometimes that's sometimes that's a wife sometimes that's a kid but it gives you the strength to go no i'm gonna course correct a little bit yeah. and whether that's with a career or um or what have you it does uh, it does help yep you know i watched the kids even today i think it was aaron that said uh um called your mother mother 
oh. and said, well, if mom was here, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> and it was really quite amazing because that's really, she, they were able to take from your mom the best things that she has to offer, which is emotional awareness. You know, mom, you just got to keep it a little closer to your face. Um, oh, sorry. That's okay. No, um, mom, you know, mom is, you know, my mom is very in touch with her emotions. Um, and, you know, I do see that having rubbed off on the kids a lot. And the funny thing is, is I normally see it rub off in just the way they say certain things. Um, cause mom does have a few catchphrases oh, yes. of, of like, here's the deal. Six of one, half a dozen, six of one, half a dozen on the other. <laughs> no, but I mean, even, and I even see that rubbing off on Preston. Of course, yes. yeah. They but they do spend a lot of time through, together. That's through you, though. That well, it does get passed down generation to generation. Yes. I do make the joke that I I've never I've never seen a musical all the way through, but I know a lot of show tunes just because Mom used to sing them when she was cleaning the house. Yes, <laughs> that's because your because your grandmother made her sing them. Oh yes, of course she did. Grandma Grandma Chris was was very very musical very much very much the musical person and preston's got that gene now too he does yeah. he does so one of the things that i um like to talk about is i i sometimes feel that as dads we do get a little bit misunderstood from time to time um normally our hearts are in the right place but uh, occasionally we uh our our intentions are misread um being a dad of these you know growing kids did you ever feel misunderstood all the time i mean all the time because i don't know sometimes you hear them say things that you know well you know saying something like well you always have to be right well Mostly, that's because you are right. You have the experience. Mm -hmm. You can look back at it and you can say, I know how that's going to turn out if you do that. So, <laughs> you know, you want to say, yeah, I'm right. Now, you can be wrong, but most of the time, experience isn't wrong. Right. But so you hear them sometimes say, oh, yeah, that's just, you know, and then they blow it off and then something happens and you kind of look and go, just chuckle to yourself. Yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah. Well, there is, you know, I mean, do you feel that it maybe has a certain value of letting them make their own mistakes, letting them fall? I do, but it's tough to do. That's the toughest thing to do. I think that's the hardest thing is to just sit back and say, well, you're going to make this mistake and this consequence is going to happen. And yeah, that's, you know, and just to go on and let it happen is like, uh, it's difficult. Well, that's something that's something that I struggle with is do I do I let my son make the mistake, take the take the hit, whatever that hit happens to be, and then go ahead and be stronger for it, you know, learning from the mistake or do, you know, you give him a little bit of a, hey, here's the here's the way around that mistake. So you have a little bit of an easier time. It's a bit of a balance. And I think some of it depends upon how big the consequence is going to be from the mistake. Mm. That's a 
That's a, that's a good litmus test to, to help decide <clears throat> how, uh, how to go on that path. That is, that is different. That is very, very different. Mm. Now, the, uh, one of the things that I like to do is, now this is going to be, again, a little bit different for you because some of your kids are you know, over the age that I normally put this question at. But I like to have people put themselves in the mind that they're talking to their, the 35-year-old version of each of their kids. And what would you uh, want to say to them about their childhood and how they grew up? They're grown. You're looking back on how they were raised. Is there anything you'd want to tell them about how they grew up? from your perspective? Oh, that's a weird question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think you'd like, there's so much that's going to happen. One of them's there, mm-hmm. you know, but there's other, the other ones are going to get there, and I guess it depends what happens between now and then is what you want to say. Yeah. You know, it depends how many mistakes are made or how many successes there are. You know, and you'd like to compliment them and, and urge them along, but I don't know. That is an odd question. Well, it is. So <clears throat> imagine, imagine Jessica was, was sitting across from you. What, what would you want to, to tell her about the way you raised her and the way she grew up? Well, there's some mistakes that were made with that. Jessica was forced, not forced, yeah, I guess she was forced. She was forced to be the mom for the other ones because she just kind of took over and and I let her and encouraged it to some degree, which was probably a mistake for Jessica emotionally and for for them because she still plays mother to them. And sometimes um, it's with good results and sometimes they're not so good results. It depends. I mean was a totally different result today when Jessica just put her arms around Gunther and hugged him and Gunther <laughs> loosened up and and everything became okay than it was from before when she was aggravated about it when she was a mother about it right so right it was interesting today was an interesting day yeah it was would um would it be a, a different message for Aaron your second yeah Aaron um she was one that always felt picked on, so she she has a lot of uh, um, emotional responses to everything, and and I think that uh, Jess needs to do the same thing with Erin that she did with Gunther today. Just put her arms around her, and, you know, say she loves her. Just a big hug. Yeah, big hug. Erin does better with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, you know, there. You know what? I will say that all of your kids are do seem very in touch with uh with who they are they have a good center to all of them yeah they do they all do none of none of them are none of them are going off the rails none of them none of them are slugs none of them are slugs any anymore anymore they if if there was if there was one or two they've 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 been able to edit that i apologize for my hoarseness i've been yelling that's what happens when you yell at lambo field we did yell all all day long And overtime made it even longer. Yeah. Well, how about <clears throat> and Connor? Would you? Uh, what would you say to Connor about the way that he grew up? And well, he's he's coming out pretty good. I mean, he's he's probably 
the clearest of of them all as far as thinking and and planning and doing something he's he's got some catching up to do and, mm-hmm. you know to to get there but he's got a pretty good plan and he wants to make it happen and he seems to have a good relationship to help him along so i think i'm looking forward to uh, what's going to happen between now and that 35 years yeah. for him i think you know that and, and that is a that is a really a really key thing that you know you get you get the right person in your life and it does it does change a lot about the way that you look at things about the way you set goals about when you have someone constantly there to keep you in check would be a way to put it but that's not that's not quite right just to have someone to bounce things off of at least um so that uh that you're at least on the it's like a reality check it is that's a yes it's like somebody that you know you'll say you'll act differently because of a different situation and it's a reality check now gunther gunther's your youngest and he is he's the most academic of of all the kids at this point professor carpenter he will be professor (laughs) (laughs) professor gunther yeah yeah mr c yeah he doesn't know it, but I had an uncle like that that is the same thing. It was He was a career professor at a university. As a matter of fact, he was from Eau Claire, which is where Gunther lives and works right now. And um, it's interesting. There are a lot alike, and there's no blood there. Well, you know, it's not, it, it, you know, there is there is the nature part of things, but then there's also... There's also the nurture. Did he ever know no, this? No, no, never. He was dead. I think he was dead before uh, Gunther was even born, I believe. Wow. But it's still there. Still oh, somehow yes. it's uh, it's coming through the generations. Yes. Gunther's living the, I'm going to go to grad school and hopefully a PhD type career, but without really knowing I think he says he wants to actually practice psychology so that'll be interesting yeah now are, are you are you proud of his decision to go and he because he's taking a very traditional route to education and doing that before before he, entering he a fit, lot he fits that way though that's the way he fits that's the mm-hmm. way he does well at it you know I don't know how he does it or or anything because it seems to me like difficult way to go but he's definitely enjoying it could you have done it that way do you think no i couldn't do that that's why i didn't go to school anymore after a couple years and then quit until i was in my 30s yeah until i found a value to it after that 35 mark that you mentioned (laughs) you know (laughs) but he's it seems that he's seeing the value early which is uh that's good which is a good thing yes and it's easier he's um he's He's the most driven, you know, but we'll see how far he drives. <laughs> I can, you know what, I, he's he's right now in his first year of his master's. And yeah, he just started he, his on-site course. He did a summer, some summer um, online courses, and he just started his first semester of um, real cl- live classes. So, yeah. but he likes it. That's so good. That'll be interesting. Working a full-time job and going for your master's. Working full-time job at Eau Claire and going for your master's at Stout, 28 miles down the road, is definitely a piece of work. And sometimes he has to be 
back and forth in the same day. Yeah. Like you'll have class in the morning at Stout, then have to go to work, and then go back for a lab at Stout in the afternoon. Two places at once. And then come back and go to work the next day. So we'll see how worn out he is. Yeah, that plus two cats. (laughs) He Yeah, that plus two cats, and he recharges in very, you know, different ways, too. (laughs) He'll sleep sleep for 14 hours easy sometimes. (laughs) Well, that's good. Well... Um, just to just to kind of close things out and wrap things up, uh, what I'd like to know is: is there anything that you would want your kids to know about you that they maybe don't know already? Maybe something you couldn't say to them before, but you'd like them to know. Well, that I love them and I really want them to do good, but I think they know that already. Um, pretty much of an open book to my kids um and besides that fact that both of their respective mothers tell them all the good but mostly the bad things (laughs) along all the way too so no there's really not much i could say other than the fact that i want the best for them and and that um your mom has given us an opportunity to help them out in many ways Mm -hmm. her emotionally and 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 then me financially but her you know financially as well because she's the best banker on the face of the earth so you know. <laughs> she missed her calling a little yeah, bit didn't she, she? Did. <laughs> she did well that's great that's really great I, I you know what i i do uh i do think that your all of your kids do know how much you love each and every one of them well and, i think this little podcast has made me realize i need to say that a little bit more and open up a little bit more about them about that, which is what your mom has said all along. Anyway, I'm I'm a cold fish emotionally. Well, you know what? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't ever call it a cold fish, but um, you know, it, we we could all say it more. It's always yeah. it's always a good thing to give a an, one more hug than you think they need, and you know, say say an extra kind word. Well, here that's and there. what that's what I think. If there's any advice dads can get, it's like you can't ever do that enough. Like you were just talking about. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, we've had we've had a full day. Yes, had a full we, day, and we've got yes, we have. We've got a few spotted cows in the in the fridge that we need to finish before bed. Yeah, we can't and, take them with us. No, we can't get those on the plane tomorrow. <laughs> Heading back. Well, uh, Rick, thank you so much for uh, for spending some time and on here, and um, yeah, we'll we'll probably have be able to do a follow up here in uh, in a few months. When the kids are all 35? When the kids are all 35, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right, thank you so much. Certainly, thank you.